Welcome to Two for Brew. This is a special edition. Uh, rather than visit a single brewery, we were helping a couple of our friends in the brew brew bros in the brew business uh, celebrate some anniversaries. And we started our weekend out with just sort of a uh, a movie day because, uh, well, I'm Todd Brinker and Tobin, you're you, you're a teacher. I'm a teacher, and I had a four-day weekend, and I needed it so bad. Yeah, Oh, my goodness. I was so looking forward to that four-day weekend. Yeah, you actually saw another movie before that, right? I I saw Dune on Thursday, Mm -hmm. and then on Friday we went and saw – what was that movie we saw? Some some little movie that just came out? Eternals. Eternals. The the new big Marvel movie, which was fantastic. I remember it eternally. And uh, after the movies – because we were in downtown Riverside, we thought, why not stop by All Points Brewing, which is one of our favorite little places. Yeah. Uh, we actually, it's our first episode that we did was for All Points. That's right. And uh, so we took a, a trip down memory lane and stopped in at All Points and had a really nice little experience there. Yeah. Um, yeah. What, so. what were we drinking at All Points, Todd? So uh, drinking the thing that we always drink at All Points. Points. Um, they've got a beautiful red, uh, um, Irish red that the we road both, road trip red road trip red that we we both like a lot, and so uh, yeah. so we just said, hey, you know, we haven't been here in a while, and it was a nice thing we got to see um, uh, one of the owners there and uh, um, uh, Matt, right? And yep, yeah. and then uh, Don wasn't there. That's the their brewer and other co-owner, and we seen him previously and then we ran into another friend there who uh does a food services business but he wasn't doing that he was just enjoying the the beer and the company and so we chatted with with them both for a while uh and just it was a nice day and yeah it was a lot of fun the movie was it was a blast so well and we got ourselves invited to a friends giving as well a little that's right brew, a little brew related friends giving so yeah. we're gonna have that on the monday before thanksgiving yeah. Um, so you know, it was a kind of a fun little side stop, and we we went there in part because we knew we had a big Saturday planned, yeah. and so we didn't want to do our normal Friday night where we go and and you know rate the beers at a brewery because we knew that Saturday we were going to be doing a little bit of drinking. Yeah. And we well, were and go we were going to be... a couple different places. Exactly. We were going to hit a couple different places. First up was Ritual. They were celebrating their ninth. Uh, anniversary, and if you remember last week, that was the brewery that we visited. And, uh, and, and, and let me give the address. Let me give the address. Ritual is located at 1315 Research Drive in Redlands. And yeah. uh, like you said, that was our 13th episode. Uh, was yeah. it Ritual Brewing last week? Yeah, and uh, and it was fun to go back there. We have a friend, uh, uh, a fraternity brother, who is one of the investors. And so we were actually there when they had a soft opening before they first rolled out to the public uh, nine years ago. And so uh, not that we haven't been back a few times. You did a birthday celebration there and they've got a huge facility, much bigger than most of the places we've been to. Um, And so, you know, we've been there on on different occasions. Um, And so it it was nice to go back and celebrate their ninth. They had live music going on throughout the day and uh, KCAL FM had a booth set up there. And uh, and they had a couple different food vendors. Yeah, they had some food, uh, a variety of different food. We ended up getting uh, our tacos from uh, Fortino's, 
that's the number four t-i-n-o apostrophe s four tinos and we got uh what was it four al pastor tacos and then i got us also a uh, uh state quesadilla uh and so we split those and, sort and of as usual food because we between. love food so much we we did not stop to take a picture we just ate the food <laughs> Yeah, uh, we didn't take a picture of the food. I've got a picture of the tent with their sign, so I yes. will include that in the uh, in the podcast. Uh, I, I laugh because yeah. there's sort of a generational thing. Like the generation mm-hmm. after us, the younger kids, they yeah. always take the picture of the food first. We eat it and then afterwards go, "Oh, that would have been. We should have had a picture yeah. of that." Well, especially if you're that. doing a show, you should probably get a picture of it. Yeah. So, um, so knowing that we were going to make a stop at another anniversary celebration for another brewery that we were at the week prior, actually, uh, episode 12 was, was, uh, Skyland Ale Works and we ended up going to their seventh anniversary afterwards. So we yes. decided very specifically that we weren't going to taste the beers that we had at, um, Ritual the previous week, uh, that instead yes. we would pick some other beers and they had some specialty beers for their anniversary, and they um, had a whole um, uh, menu of some fruit beers that we had not even tried, and so we decided to, uh, you know, take a walk on the fruity side and and try some of their fruit beers. And I was pleasantly surprised. I was too. And I, let me say they had uh, over thirty taps, uh, yeah. not thirty separate beers because a couple of the taps were of the same beer but yeah um they had a lot of options to choose from at ritual mm-hmm. and it, you know whatever whatever your flavor palette is they had something for you yeah lots of really interesting beers yeah and they had set it up a little differently too you know instead of coming in and buying a glass uh you bought a ticket and paid a flat fee to get in and uh, with that you got a uh, an anniversary g- glass anniversary pint glass and then um you could go to the different taps and you could get a taster of everything they and it was interesting shape too because it was sort of a bell-shaped tap or a glass rather so the bottom half was basically the taster so if you just wanted a taster they just fill the bottom half and even if you were getting a full pour they were really only doing like half pours or three-quarter pours um yeah you know because they knew there was you know a lots to choose from and people would be going around tasting and sometimes when you're doing that you're not always paying attention to how much you're drinking at each place so they were trying to help people yeah. moderate a little bit um which we did so uh first up what what was the first one that you got so i was really excited because they had a beer called peach perfect and it's a peach belgian ale and this this one when we had been in the previous week had intrigued me. I, I like peach flavor, mm-hmm. and I thought this As is a beer I, I want to try. Um, and I, I have to say, they nailed it. Uh, when you got the first smell, it had that really nice peach smell to mm-hmm. it. Um, and as you sipped it, you got this really gentle uh, peach flavor. It was not overpowering at all. Right. It really blended perfectly with that beer. Yeah. And um, I thought to myself, wow, what the a The Belgian ale is a really and, nice base for the fruits because it just take, takes yep. that, that flavor really well. Um, yep. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I smelled it and thought almost that it was a uh, – it almost smelled like a, a peach soft drink. Um, yep. But then when you're tasting it, it's like, no, that's clearly a beer, and it's a good beer with, with a, just a, a, the sort of essence of peach in it. It was just a really nice, yep. nicely done. It reminded me um, a couple weeks ago we were at Storytellers and they had a peach tea right. beer, 
And I, I like that one too, mm-hmm. but it had that distinct tea flavor. Right. And this was this one. I'm not a big fan of tea, and I, I said that yeah. in that episode. And I'll you say said it again. that at the time, right? Yeah. But, but this one nailed it because they got rid of that tea flavor that I don't like, but left in that really <laughs> nice peach flavor. Well, I gotta say, and... I liked the peach tea. I liked this too. I thought they were both great. Yeah. This one had a so I... a more direct peach flavor, like you said, because they, it wasn't a tea flavor. Um, yeah, but it was a really good drink, it, yeah. and it was a beer. You know, again, my 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 complaint often with fruit drinks is that they go too much on the fruit, and you feel like you're drinking a fruit punch instead of a beer. This right. was clearly a beer. It held up really well, mm-hmm. um, and and not to give too much away, but this is the one I came back to at the end as well. I just right. it, it it was my first beer, and it was my last beer there. I really liked it. I thought they did a great job on that one. Yeah. No, I agree. So what did you have first? It was also good. The one I had was also based on a Belgian beer. It was a blueberry cobbler Belgian. And it was really interesting because you expect the blueberry, and you look at it, and it had a little bit of a purplish look to it. It The color was, was, you know, you could tell there was some sort of fruit in there, right? Um, And then the... You know, so when you first taste it, you taste the blueberry, then you taste the really nice Belgian, and then it finished with a nice yeasty, bready kind of cobbler finish. So you got the blueberry and the cobbler. It was in the drink, and to me, that was just a very deft hand in the blending of those flavors because I was impressed. It's beer magic, Todd. Yeah. Uh, one of the things you and I get get upset about sometimes is when someone describes a beer with a certain flavor. And it doesn't deliver. You know, they say, mm-hmm. oh, it's this, that, and the other. And and this one actually in the written description had said that you're going to taste the, the the cobbler. You'll get the crust, right? Yeah. And I was I was a skeptic until I yeah. drank it. Yeah, they so really was I. He nailed it. Yeah. Well, if <laughs> you remember it. last week, there was a, a honey buzz blonde that we both went, I didn't taste the honey. It wasn't a bad yeah. ale. It's just I didn't get the honey. Um, here, they absolutely nailed it. I mean, it was like, it wasn't yeah. just blueberry. It was blueberry cobbler. You know, and, and you got both the blueberry and the cobbler in a beer right. that didn't that didn't, you know, finish in a way that you're going like, well, it's not really a beer. You know, it was, yeah. you know, sometimes you get those things you think and, and you go like, oh, it tastes like a like um, uh, what was it like an old Bartles and James or something. Right. Where it yeah, maybe has yeah. a has a an underlying um, uh, brewed flavorless alcoholic beverage that they then put flavor into um this was yeah. not the case at all this tasted like you know a, a, a pretty good belgian with with that blueberry essence on the front end and the yeastiness at the back end it was just it was uh, a really nice nice drink I, I really enjoyed that so, so so beers like this i always i always want to sit later with the um with the brewer and right. just sort of pick their brain a little bit and try to figure out how do they do that <laughs> You know, because it's yeah. so unusual, and and he did such a great job with it. Yeah. Two really good beers to start to start our adventure. Yeah, no, I agree. And uh, you know, and and you think about it too. Like we've been places where they have some of their own beers and other people's beers, and um, they probably had. Even though we said they had thirty taps, there of the thirty, excuse me, of the thirty taps, they probably have twenty five beers, and they're all in house yeah. beers. Oh well, there was also yes. there was a, there was a seltzer or two thrown in there for the for the. Yes for the seltzer drinkers out there. Um, but most of it was, was brewed beers and what a wide variety of flavors that they put together there. It's just, it, it is yes. really, it is surprising. And I remember when we were there 
nine years ago. I think they had six at the time, and they were good. I remember liking them. Yes. But there was like six options, you know. Boy, have they expanded out. They have. And and the thing I remember about the uh, that, that nine years ago was that I think three of those – no, uh, three of those six or so that they had were mm. on the really strong end, almost more like the IPAs. And, yeah. and there was like a almost too much and some IPAs, and yeah, yeah, almost too much yeah. for me. And so uh, uh, they've they've definitely widened their range in terms mm-hmm. of what they're doing. Um, now, our second set of beers, Todd, we 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 decided to go in an interesting route here. We had what are called milkshakes. Yeah. So I had <laughs> I had a strawberry marshmallow milkshake uh-huh. and you had a blueberry milkshake yeah, you I wanted stayed, to stay in that blueberry stayed with the blueberry so I said let's compare compare blueberry A to blueberry B so how does your mm-hmm. blueberry milkshake stand up to your blueberry cobbler well, belgian like the blueberry cobbler belgian it had a really good essence o blueberry on the front end of the drink um, it, the beer itself was a little bit of a heavier beer. I didn't get as much of the flavor, and obviously I didn't get the finish of the cobbler in the back end. It was a good drink, but after having the blueberry cobbler Belgian, I didn't like it as much as the Belgian. I thought that the blueberry cobbler Belgian was just outstanding in that diversity of flavor and how they blended it. Um, the blueberry yeah. milkshake, absolutely a good drink, um, but but it didn't quite hit as much home for me as the as the previous one um had i had them in the opposite order i think i probably would have still felt the same way i think i would have had the blueberry milkshake and gone this is pretty good and then had the blueberry cobbler belgian and gone but this one's exceptional yeah you know now i i I don't know that i've worked yet to figure out what it is when you call it a milkshake except Uh that it has kind of a hazy look to it yeah, I you know, think that implies that it's it's a it's a, like a stout underneath, you know, because there's like the milkshake okay. stouts is the way I've heard seen the milkshake before. I don't know specifically, yeah. you know, because it's not really a, there's not really a like quote milkshake beer style, you know. I didn't brew a milkshake beer, um, but they do, you know, have the milk stouts or milkshake stouts, um, you know. So I don't know, but yeah, yeah, again, one of those things that would have been really nice if we uh, get the opportunity to maybe go back and talk to the brewmaster and say, you know. What are you thinking? There's like 25 different things here. You must be going insane. Um, right. Yeah. But either he or she or they have a, a uh, very deft hand at, at lots of different styles um, done well. Now, what was your so second had, one? The milk. Oh, your, your milkshake. I had the strawberry marshmallow milkshake right. and the strawberry was very present. Like mm-hmm. you could smell it. You could see it had kind of that that reddish. Mm-hmm. Uh, tint to it, um, and it had that nice strawberry flavor. Um, it was a little on the sweet side. Um, I'm not sure that I got the marshmallow from it. Um, uh, I liked it. I, right. I liked it, um, but it's not something that I would want uh, a big pint of. I don't think. I think it would be right. too sweet. It would be too too much for that. But maybe right. to have as a taster or like a little finisher at the end of the night, like a little, you know, we call it a dessert beer, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, and I had a taste a of your beer. of that. Um, I think you had a taste of my of my blueberry milkshake as well. I did. Um, I did. But the, I, I I had the same sort of feeling, and I think that sweetness was supposed to be the marshmallow because marshmallows are basically like yeah. you know sugar and egg whites, um, and so I think you know that was supposed to be the marshmallow piece of it, and you know for me in a beer, you know. Uh, Sweet is a, is a very dicey prospect, you know, it, yeah. it, it just, it doesn't quite, like you said, it didn't, it wasn't like off, it wasn't off putting. It was just, 
not something I want a whole lot of, you know. But like you said, now, did it, you a taste of did it? Did you say to me or something? And, and I'm maybe I'm misremembering, but I think you said something to me after you tasted it about it being similar to the strawberries in like one of those strawberry cereals. Oh yeah, in fact, um, in fact, As no, it was actually like I think the blueberry milkshake is the one I, I said. It reminded me oh, okay. of of uh, berry like blueberry and Count yes. Chocula. I thought that the yes. blueberry milkshake tasted more like blueberry than blueberries. That it had that gotcha. that I don't want to say. I, mean, I guess it's artificial blueberry flavor or something. I you know I don't know how to say it. It, just, it reminded me directly of blueberry um, as a cereal. I would agree. And I, and I the blueberry agree. cobbler didn't. It tasted like blueberries, you know, and cobbler. So I knew I knew we had a con- I knew we had a conversation about cereals. And I couldn't remember yeah. which one of the two. So I yeah. clarified that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Well, you know, and maybe the strawberry tasted like what was it, Frankenberry, which was the strawberry, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or or uh, Nestle Quick strawberry. I don't know. No, I didn't. I didn't get. I didn't have that. That didn't come to mind while I was drinking that. You know, when I tasted that. No. Um, you know, I think that the um, the peach uh, uh, perfect that I had had bef- for my first beer had just the right amount of sweetness that that right. You know, there's a line, and I felt like the strawberry just crossed the line a little too much for me, which mm-hmm. is why, like I said, I'm glad I just had a taster. I'm not sure I would want right. to have a full a full drink of that. Um, now, after we had our our little tasters, that's when we sat down to have our tacos and right. our delicious quesadilla. Um, and we decided we wanted to just get sort of a regular, regular old beer. Yeah, and well, so something to have with got... the meal. I mean, regular yes. or not, we wanted something with the meal, right? Because literally, yeah. we were asking for like a, a small pour. We just wanted a taster of these fruit beers. Um, yes. And then we got their, their, uh, their, um, what do you call it? anniversary pour for the other one, which yes. is maybe you know half to three quarters of a pint. Um, so I, so got, you had. I went back to. I went back and got the Monk's Lunch Belgian Ale, which is what I had had as my full pint when we were there the previous week. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that would be a good one to have with my lunch. I knew it was a beer that I liked, and it's a lighter beer. And so I thought, okay, I'll have that one. Yeah. Uh, what did you have, Todd? I did the same thing. Went right back to what I had a pint of the last time we were there, which was the Czech with Steve Pilsner. So it was a, a Czech Pilsner. Um, and uh, and that's what I had with my tacos and quesadilla. It was quite good. Right. Yeah. Now, after we, you you actually needed to get no no maybe it was I I, I ran out I ran out I, I ran out because I was waiting for the food and that's and right. so I went and got a little bit more. Um, now, well, did you go back and get some peach? Out, I did. So I was going to yeah. say Todd ran out of beer, so I went and got some more um, for me too. Yeah. Um, and I and my final one was to get more of the peach perfect, and so that's what I finished with. Right. Uh, was the peach perfect, which like I said, just really was a nice flavor and and if i get a chance to get back over to ritual and they've still got some that's something i would put in a a growler or uh-huh. you know if they've got it in cans or whatever i'd love to have some of that it was a, a good beer yeah and i don't know if that one was specifically i mean it's in their tavern menu um yeah. so i think it's on their regular menu as a fruit but i don't know how how often they turn that stuff over um but yeah, yeah. i agree with you that was a very good beer it was it was uh it was overall a really nice experience. I mean, we we enjoyed so, the the fruit beers that we normally wouldn't have, and uh, and the music. And although I got to say, you know, being a Coronaite, it was a little warm. You know, it was it was over ninety. It was in the mid nineties there. Uh, it was a warm day. It, it was a little warm, and the inside isn't air conditioned, so outside where there was a breeze was the better place to be sitting. 
and we found a shady spot we to did. have our lunch in where we got the breeze, and that was that mm-hmm. was pretty nice right there where we sat. Yeah. Um, I will say that uh, Ritual brought out the dignitaries. So they did. So we saw a Redland City Council person. We saw the, the San Marino County 3rd District Supervisor, Don Rao, was there. Um, Eddie Tejeda was the, the, the councilman. Um, and we got a chance to, you know, rub elbows with the big wigs. Um, <laughs> and they were there to, to you know, present – yeah, know, they, there was like a commemoration plaque that they were doing, and it's like you know, I mean, yeah. it's they're they're a a you know a local business that's that's done well and and you know survived COVID and and uh, so it was nice to 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 be out celebrating and seeing that they were being recognized. And Todd, we also because because they were so kind and 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 comped us in for this event, um, we purchased some T-shirts. We did. We, we have a sure we ninth anniversary ritual T-shirts. So. You know, nine years from now, at the 18th anniversary, we can go, yeah, yeah, we were like nine years ago, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, and we were both kind of kicking ourselves because they were probably selling shirts the first year. And I don't I don't think I don't I don't think I got one. I don't think we got any shirts. So. I don't recall getting a shirt no. back when they first opened. I'm not sure that they did the first year. They might have at their first yeah. anniversary. I don't think they did yeah, at that soft opening. Um, yeah. You know, I, they they were starting up. And so they didn't have all of that marketing machinery all the machinations working at that point, well, I don't think. But, we got to yeah. tell our listeners, they they were really hitting on all cylinders. Not only oh, were yeah. they selling T-shirts, they had different beer glasses, some of yeah. them marketing just to specific beers. Yeah. So if you wanted to get a glass that was just for their Hopomatic, you could, or you yeah. wanted to get one for their you know, uh, uh, monk's lunch. I mean, they had yeah, different glasses for their different... check, please. Yeah. Each, each different yeah. brew had a custom glass, silk screened pint glass. So you could have that one and, and commemorate the beer that you like and have a growler and drink, take it home and drink it in a, in an right? identified glass. Yeah. They, they had, and they had a variety of different t-shirts available, not just one style either. So, so, you yep. know, they were, they were, uh, like I said, kind of doing it up big time. And, uh, well, you know, I, I'm excited to see what they're going to do for their 10th anniversary because, you know, 9th anniversary oh, is just, you know, 10th anniversary is yeah. going to be a blowout. Um, I think you're right. And, and you know, one of our complaints when we, when we go there is that they have a small parking lot, but they actually yeah. uh, took over the parking lot next door and had it set up for event parking. And yeah, they so had signage up and, and, it, and it had it cordoned off so that there was lots of parking Um and uh, so they knew they were going to get a crowd. And again, we yeah. were there about 1230 to, I don't know, two or something like that. And, yeah. uh, um, you know, you know, it, it went on and got, you know, more and more fun as the evening went on. Um, but we yes. had to we had to move a little bit because we had another place to go. We did. And, and just so our listeners know, right, we mm-hmm. monitored so that we weren't drinking too much. We had had a meal to eat. We sat and talked with people for a while before we got in a car to drive, made sure we were mm. good to go, and we also were hydrating. We brought with us some uh, Gatorades that we drank on the way between the one place to the next, and yeah. you know we, we took our time, and we made sure that we were safe in, in our celebrations. Yeah. Um, this is really important to us. You know, We recognize that um, you know, whenever you're talking about alcohol, you run the risk of you – know, you don't want to sound like you're encouraging people to do things that could put them in harm. And, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. We want to make sure people know we were being safe. Well, and I neglected to say at the beginning of the podcast, too, that this isn't a podcast that discusses adult beverages in detail, and it's intended for those of legal drinking age. So please drink responsibly, and if you have a drinking problem, please go to aa.org for more information. So, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, yeah. Todd. I, it's real important that we make sure our listeners know that we're serious about this. You take it 
take it serious. Absolutely. You know, so like, we're so enjoy yourself if you're your, drinking age, but but be cautious. Yeah. So we drove to your home turf, Todd, Skyland Ale Works at 1869 Pomona Road in Corona. Yeah. And we walked in and it was like Norm. They they yeah. love us there, Todd. <laughs> well, they know us. They know our faces. We've been there a couple times, <laughs> and like I said, we were there just uh, you know uh, a week or two before, and so that was episode 12 was Skyland, and that's the one that's closest to home for me. So it's, you know, if I were to say I had a home uh, brew pub, that's probably the closest. That one and their parking lot made storytellers are uh, are closest to home. And so, uh, yeah, they, they did it a little differently. Um, you know, they're a little bit smaller operation, and so um, they had uh, kind of cordoned off for lines to ma- do line management. Uh, just to make sure everybody, you know, got their opportunity to get up to the bar. Um, but they didn't; they weren't selling pre-tickets. But they had two different live bands uh, going. They had um, uh, one in uh, from uh, 3 to 5.30, I think, and then another one came in from 6 to later in the evening. Um, so they had live music going most of the day. And, um, uh, and when you bought your beer, you were given a... Uh, uh, an anniversary glass that you kept, and so um, you just refill that glass. They'd rinse and refill your glass as you if you wanted something different. And here, uh, Skyland, as we mentioned when we reviewed them back in episode 12, they don't do tasters or flights. Um, they'll give you a taste of anything. I shouldn't say they don't do tasters. They do. They'll give you a taste of anything, but they don't do flights per se. And so, um, and we knew pretty much what they had on their on their uh, menu. We've been there before, so we decided just to uh, have a glass, sit down, enjoy the music, chat with some folks we know, and uh, and grab another little bite to eat later in the afternoon. So, I want to say, you know, I, I jokingly said that they they you know it's normal when we walk in. Um, they are very very friendly at this place, they really and we are. have repeated we've repeatedly talked about how. The beer tender makes such a, a big difference, and the people behind the taps at Skyland very knowledgeable, very friendly, and uh, the owner, you know, also is someone who will come up and introduce himself. And uh, later in the evening, he uh, introduced us with uh, some folks that are getting ready to maybe open their own brewery, and and just a very sort of friendly, open place. And, and if yeah. if that's what you're looking for in an establishment, you're going to feel very comfortable at Skyland. Yeah, absolutely. And and what's you know, you, you what you find is um a lot of these brewers, you know, they're they're small businesses in a town and they're very supportive of each other because a lot of them started out as friends in home brew clubs, you know, and and you know, they got the the itch to go and do something bigger. And so they they know each other, you know. In fact, yep. you know, you're talking to to somebody at one place and he'll go, "Oh yeah, have you gone over to so and so's and tried his beers and what do you think?" and you know, and, and because they know him. They know each other, and they go and try yeah. each other's beers and see what the other guy is doing. Uh, in fact, they apparently have all been talking about their uh, menu boards because they're all going to these automated electronic menu boards. <laughs> so so wh- whoever sold the first one already. is – Yeah, exactly. Whoever sold the first one is like figured it out because, man, they all told each other about it and gone, this thing's great. So, uh, right? yeah, because I've seen those – you know, traditionally it was a chalkboard and and uh, and multiple <laughs> multicolored chalks yes. written on the board handwritten right was the menu several, uh, several of the places still do that Tom. and they do that's and there's still, nothing wrong with that in ball. fact it's actually kind of a cool way to do things you know um, right and that sort of was the expectation for most places for a while but then they um 
uh, you know, the, they've, uh, and there's a couple different brands of them, but the electronic boards <coughs> seem to be tied into inventory management, I think, is the big sale, sale on that, yes. uh, which is, I think, what they like. And there's nothing wrong with that, you know. Um, so, so we got so to before Sky. We, before we, Go ahead. Before we get into the beer, I, I, I wanted to just make a quick comment here. Um, as you know, I'm a runner, and uh, I love coming up with mantras. It really kind of helps focus me. And I thought we needed a beer mantra, and so I wanted to make sure that I got this on here before I forget about it. And and the, the mantra I came up with is, life and beer are very similar. Chill for best results. So there's your mantra, Todd. Chill for Except best when results. in England. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had very nicely chilled beers. At yes, the places our, our we beers were, so. were not, um, well, there might be English... There wasn't really even an English style. We didn't have anything that was specifically an English no. style, but uh, but even that then it would have been a chilled one here because again it was a warm day. We got over to uh, Corona, which you know we're thirty five forty minutes further west from Redlands, so we're a little closer to the ocean, and it was it was probably five degrees cooler. But their patio at Skyland has misters above it. And so it was yes. probably 10 degrees cooler sitting out on the patio with the mist. And we weren't even directly under the misters. We were sort of offset. But, boy, it was, it was a lot more comfortable to sit out there. It um, was nice. Well, it was and it was, nice. an, you know, an hour or so later in the day, too. So, you know, all that combined. I'm not, you know, you can't blame. Yeah. I'm not blaming Ritual for the fact that it's, you know, daytime in Southern California. But uh, so, so another thing, though, yeah. about, um, about Skyland was it's also very family-friendly. And so you mentioned the patio. Oh, yeah. There were a bunch of families with small kids and just out there enjoying the music. Yeah. Um, you know, it kind of reminded me like when we were kids and, mm-hmm. and Dad would take us out to some of these little music festivals out in the park somewhere. You know, we'd just yep. be running around and he could listen to his music and drink yeah, some Yeah, he always liked to go listen to country music or bluegrass if there was any live music playing. You know, he would, yeah. he would find it. That and parades. That and parades. Yes. You know, it's funny because I was visiting some relatives up in Washington one time, and one of them, uh, one of the daughters there was saying, oh, I want to go out to the Pride Parade today. And I, I looked at her like she was insane and said, why on earth would you want to go to a parade? And she like, she's like, and my wife like elbows me, and she goes, you know, she might want to just be go celebrate, you know, her gay friends or that she might be gay. We don't know. And I'm like, oh, oh, wait a minute. It's not the pride part of it. It's the parade part of it that I thought was insane. I got dragged to parades my entire life. <laughs> it's like you you go you know fly your flag, but at a parade? Oh. Right? <laughs> yeah, I, I it was like I had, I'm like Dad. I, I had to explain. Uh, you know, it's like, like oh wait Dad, a minute. Though, I love parades. Yeah, and see for me, it's like parade was like I don't know when I was growing up. Parade was like oh really. We're gonna go see the guys so, on the scooters with the with the fezes and the <laughs> okay. My, my kids, my kids hate parades because I dragged them to all the different parades. Ah, was, see, they reacted like yeah. I did. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and my kids, I have to ask them. They actually might like parades because I never dragged them to them. Um, I think there you, the, go. you know, we went to a Fourth of July parade here in Corona once, and we we rode in it a couple times because the swim team was riding in it, and so we were in yeah. the parade. Um, which I didn't enjoy any more than standing on the side watching the parade. So um, not my favorite thing to do. But, uh, you know, again, everybody go fly your own flag, go out, do your parade thing if that's what makes you happy, uh, regardless of what kind of parade it is. But in general, the word parade sends shivers down my spine. (laughs) That's funny. So, Well, let's uh, talk about some beer. Yeah, back to the beer. Uh, So I had... 
something because I had the the um, Czech beer at um, the Czech Pilsner at um, uh, Ritual. at Ritual. Thank you. I decided to try, and I know I've had it before, but I just you know thought I could do a comparative tasting. Haven't recently had the other one, so I had the Czech Please at Skyline, and it's a Czech Pilsner. Uh, similar, it's a little bit higher ABV than the Czech Pilsner at uh, it's like uh, almost a percent higher than uh, at Rituals. Um, similar taste, it's got a little bit more um, bitterness on the front end. The hops, they both use the Saz hops, which is the uh, I think that's yeah. how you pronounce it S A A Z hops, um, which is typical for the Czech Pilsners, and, um, and they're a very similar taste profile, a little bit more um, uh, bitter at the front end. Um, you know, it's a good drink. It was a good drink. I, I, if I had to put the two side by side, I'd say I probably enjoyed the the Czech Pilsner at Ritual a smidge more. Um, but it was not, you know, I mean, I, I wouldn't hesitate to have another glass of the Czech Please at Skyland. Well, you did hesitate to have another glass because when you went back for seconds, Todd, well, you got what I got. And, because... and that's because I tasted what you got and went, you know, I forgot that was really good because you remembered it. I'd yes. forgotten. I had yes. forgotten about so... that one. La, la Vida Buena. La Vida yeah. Buena. My, my Spanish is terrible, but let me tell you, this was a really good Mexican beer. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, who's the one that, that uh, advertises their beer as the champagne of beers? Um, Do you know what I'm talking about? Is that Coors? Uh, Somebody, Coors is the, the banquet beer, ones. and Miller High Life is the champagne of beers, I think. Okay. so So we both commented on this sort of fine carb- carbonation in this one, and it looked almost like a uh, uh, like a champagne. And it just was a really fine uh, yeah. taste and just a really nice beer. And we, we've joked about how warm it was. This is the beer you want on that hot day when you're yeah. sitting outside. Um, or just a really lovely beer. Yeah. La, vid- La Vida Buena. Yeah, it had a really nice mid-taste that was just um, really, really refreshing. Um, I don't know for certain, but it, it tasted to me like there was maybe like uh, some corn in the brew, you know, in okay. the mix. Yeah, um, but I could be wrong. But that's kind of the sense that I got from that middle flavor that I really kind of liked. And so, yeah, we had we had uh, two drinks there and uh, and then had uh, what was being sold as brats. But they were actually Polish sausages, but they were still yummy um, uh, with those. And, uh, you know, I really liked the check, please, but, but I had a taste of yours and went, yeah, I'd rather have that <laughs> for, for my yeah. second glass before I leave. Uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was really good that, that their, their, their beer is good. They have a really good Brown that I like too, but it wasn't, um, I didn't, don't remember seeing it or anyway, I guess it was a hot day. I just wanted something a little lighter and more refreshing. And, uh, you know, they, and... they mix up they mix up their uh, their menu a, a, a bit. And I don't remember seeing the brown on there uh, when we were there uh, either on Saturday. So, yeah, um, it's possible that that just wasn't on the menu for the day. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they had uh, dropped a couple beers for the event and mm-hmm. um, I didn't take a picture of the menu board. I'm like, wait, I should take yeah. a picture of the menu board. Well, I've got their tap list, and they're still showing some yeah. of them, including their seventh anniversary IPA, which was specifically brewed for yes. the uh, anniversary. We probably should have tasted that one, but I didn't. I, I would guess they probably still have some of that on tap for the time being, so maybe yeah. I'll have to run over and try that here one of these evenings before that's gone. But yeah. Uh, so one uh, of the ones that they had that was for the event or new newer one that we've not tried before was something called the 
Citradipity. Um, it's a right. it's an IPA Imperial to double, mm-hmm. and um, uh, that one's kind of out of my normal range of stuff that I would maybe go for. But uh, mm-hmm. maybe I would have liked to have had a taster of it just to see. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. They they had some there that were interesting. I know you've had the they had a German Hefe that you've had before that you liked, yeah. and that's kind of you know your wheelhouse that was quite good. Um, they've got a good variety, you know. Um, but again, you know, it was funny because we got there, we were like, okay, they've got a few new beers. I didn't feel, you know, I didn't feel like asking for a bunch of different tasters. I just wanted to relax, enjoy the music, and so we each yeah. got, you know, we each got a glass and and and. Uh, and sat down, enjoyed the music and the good company, and uh, and and you know it was good food too. They did have a food truck rolling up for later in the evening, uh, right when we, yeah. we were there too. But we had already ordered our our um, food from the uh, for, from the other vendor that was there that was doing uh, hot dogs. Well, he wasn't doing really hot dogs. He was doing a couple different kinds of um, uh, sausages. He did a Polish sausage. Yeah. A uh, and a, a it's funny because he had the sign said bratwurst and then it was a cheese and jalapeno one or a Polish. And it's like, well, a Polish sausage is not a bratwurst and he didn't have bratwurst. Yeah. But I got the uh, I, I, I went up to the, the thing and got it for. Us, so I came back with that for both of us. I did not get the cheese and jalapeno one. And then his no. specialty is what he calls a chivapi, which is a, uh, a pork and beef blend sausage in barbecue. Um, but it's like shredded sausage. It's not like a a yeah. like a, a, a dog or a, a you know like a bratwurst type sausage. Um, and so I yeah. saw some people getting those, and they looked good. But I just felt like you know I, I got what I wanted, and it was good. It was good. We got it with everything except mayo because, as I told him, I'm not Canadian. <laughs> it's like no, I do so not want there, Canadian there a... or mayonnaise on my hot dog. Thank you very much. There was a, a family in front of us with a couple little boys and a little girl, and uh, one of the little boys was all boy, and the whole time that they were there, he was <laughs> knocking things over and messing around. And then at one point, he really kind of scared me. I, I didn't see it. Yeah. I just heard it when he fell yeah. and thumped his head. And I was sitting um, watching you, it. You kind of yeah. saw it. Yeah. Well, that was the second time he had fallen. He did sort of a slow motion fall where he caught himself with his left arm as he fell sort of under the table and swung and dangled and then was able to gather himself before he, like, landed but then later, he basically took the folding chair and folded it up backwards and did a pirouette backwards onto the concrete. Um, wow. And, and mom, uh, youngest of three, mind you, there's three there. Mom does what a kid, you know, yeah. parent of one jumps up in a panic. Parent of two says, uh-oh, are you hurt? Parent of three says, why'd you do that, you ding-dong? You know? <laughs> and so, so, I mean, she obviously comforted him and picked him up and made sure he was okay because he looked like he was maybe what seven yeah. or eight you know uh oh, yeah. i don't think he was even that old yeah was, dad was, was sitting than that. yeah maybe yeah dad was on the other side of the table watching and he just kind of shrugged and said well mom's got it <laughs> you know i yeah. think that's a pretty common so, appearance so, occurrence with that one it was and it was he was the floor show for sure though right so <laughs> then later as we were getting ready to leave uh, the, the dad was in front of us in line, and the uh, junior knocked dad's uh, glass out of his hand. Yeah, actually, I think uh, that was, was the daughter. daughter. Yeah. That was the daughter. His yeah. other, one of his other kids, yeah, his, his commemorative seventh anniversary glass hits the ground and shatters in a million. And, of course, then she's, like, feeling terrible, and, you know, and he's like, it's okay, it happens, you know. But it the happens. Staff, the staff yeah. handled it beautifully. Oh, right? yeah. The staff handled it beautifully. Yeah, yeah, but one it, of the bartenders was that... out behind the bar, grabbed the, the – the, uh, broom and and dustbin and and had it cleaned up and nothing flat 
but it, yeah. it made me think of, of you know, that uh, uh, an adult spilling beer is like the equivalent of a child losing a balloon, you know. There was uh-huh. like this momentary look on the dad's face. Of, <gasps> no. Yeah, I was like, oh, <laughs> I wasn't done with that. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, and it was my commemorative but, uh, glass, you know, and I'm sure they gave him a but new they, one. But they got him hooked deal. up. Now, yeah. the commemorative glasses at uh, Skyland were actually mm-hmm. sponsored. So on one side, you have the Skyland mm-hmm. logo with their seventh anniversary. And then on the back side, they have uh, a vendor who right. sponsored the glasses. Yeah, and it I was a realtor, was real, estate, real estate office. Well, the interesting thing about it was then they didn't have to charge an extra fee or anything for anybody because the cost yeah. was covered by the by the advertiser, which is an interesting way to do it. And, it you know, it's there's no cost to them yeah. then or minimal cost to them, you know, and, and – uh, and they've got you know somebody advertising on it. And they still get the you still get your commemorative glass. I, yeah, I it was it was nice. It was nice, you know. Yeah. Whereas that was included Two in the ticket price events, over but... at at Ritual. Yeah. 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 You know, and, and some people told us about uh, another anniversary going on, but it turns out when I looked at their website, their anniversary was actually mm-hmm. celebrated on Sunday, and uh, huh? that was a, a ticketed event, and it was. Uh, a beer tasting served with four different courses of food at um, uh, Stout House. And we've not gone to Stout House, but we've definitely, they're on our radar now. So we're going to go over there. Uh, and, it's it's and funny give them a that try. you say they're on our radar because, you know, we often will hear, you know, people say, oh, have you tried this place? Try that. Yeah. In the last, in this last weekend, this last two weeks, yeah. People have mentioned Stout House to us now on multiple occasions at different locations. Yeah, different locations, and so I think that we're going to have to. Yeah, go. I think it's like the the beer gods are calling to us. Tom. I you think so. I Stout think House. so. Now Stout House focuses on stouts. You don't go there for yeah. an ale. You don't go there for a pilsner. You go there for stout, and they've got different stouts, but that's what they serve is stout. And they celebrated their third anniversary on Sunday yesterday, as we record. And uh, and so, yeah, I think, you know, we'll have to try to uh, go give Stout House a shout out. <laughs> Say that fast. I agree. Uh, right. And, and give it a try. Because, yeah, when you have multiple people mention, hey, have you been over there yet? And we're like, you know, and, and we get that fairly regularly. And so we just make note of it and say, okay, there's another place we want to go try. But when in the course of two weeks, you get like, you know, four or five different places and different people saying, have you been over to Stout House yet? It was like, huh, okay. We should do that. <laughs> so check it out. Yeah, so that'll be on our list for a future uh, stop in for sure. So, um, oh, you know, I did want to say one more thing about Skyland, and that is that I don't know that we've ever been there without there being a pet. They are dog friendly, and yes. uh, and we talked about being family friendly and kid friendly, and and they and they you know Fridays they always have live music. You can go to their Facebook page or their website. And see their um, their calendar, and they'll tell you who's going to be the music on that Friday, as well as who's going to be their um, uh, their food. So you can see what's there. Um, the band that we saw, by the way, was uh, Dragon Dogs, and then a little bit later in the day was One Less Monkey coming in. Um, we did not stay for One Less Monkey, but we did see Dragon Dogs, and they were a lot of fun. Uh, it was a three piece that was doing um, sort of hits of the. Uh, Late seventies, eighties, and early nineties. And uh, you know, one of the one of the time. things I will say say about Skyland is that they give you the the full experience. They've done a really good job of not just creating good beers, but they also get good musical acts and yeah. they get good food vendors. And mm-hmm. so when you go there, 
you're you're not just going to get the one thing. You know, I'm not just going for the beer. I'm maybe going for the music. I'm going for the food and the experience. They've really created this sort of warm, welcoming environment, and mm-hmm. all of that plays really well together. And you know, when we talk about different breweries and their size, I would say that Skyland kind of punches above their weight because they they do so many things well mm-hmm. uh, on those little things. Um, even though they're kind of a medium sized. Yeah, know, they're sort of in. They're kind of in the middle in terms of some of the breweries are, are much more big and feel more corporate. Um, and then there's the really, really small ones that it's clearly just a step up from some from from home brewing. And they all have yep. very different you know types of beers, and you can enjoy each of the places. But you're right, Skyland is they're they're large middle because they because they do the whole thing. It's not just the beers, which they do excellent job with, uh, but they also bring in the entertainment and the food and. Uh, uh, and so it's always nice. And, you know, the, the by by just uh, chance, they happen to be across the parking lot from another place that also has different types of beers and very often yep. has uh, a food vendor there, too. So if, you know, one night they happen to have a food a style that you don't like, they might have something else across the parking lot. And, and they're fine with you getting your food at either place and taking it either place to sit and, and enjoy uh, your beers. So, um, you know, it's... Uh, it's it's just it's a you know I'm finding that I really enjoy the the um, the sort of camaraderie amongst the brewers in terms yeah. of you know they're all interested to see what's going on and I know they're always a little nervous when we come in and start you know with our our, our lists and we're we're writing down opinions and they were like well what are you saying what are you saying <laughs> it's like understand guys we're not here to beat up anybody you know I mean if there's something that's truly awful then we're going to say it but I I we have yet to run against anything that was just truly awful um yeah. and and you know and and if it's not for us we'll just tell you it's not for us but we'll do our best to describe to you what it is that we what we uh, had and uh, well, and this week know... we had some fun at some fun events yeah, all I know is we had a really good weekend. You know, starting off at um, uh, on Friday night at All Points, and then going to Ritual and Skyland on Saturday. Yeah, just made for a really nice weekend, and got to visit some places that we like, mm-hmm. and have some beers that were really good and interesting, and some good food and good company. Yeah. And I'm glad we're able to share this with our listeners. And I really hope if you're if you're enjoying what you hear from us. You know, please give us some feedback on our Facebook page. Uh, make sure that you're, you know, giving us comments and feedback to tell us about places that you go that you like, so that we know that we can go check them out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, we're always looking for new opportunities, new opportunities to to, to try some more beer. Yeah, we appreciate it. If you uh, happen to be on a uh, on um, uh, Spotify or Apple Podcasts, uh, please rate the podcast. Give us a good score. We yep. appreciate that. That helps us out. Um, we also have some other podcasts if you're interested in them. Uh, Generation Tech is a hour and a half-ish long podcast that drops usually on Mondays. And it's a conversation about what's going on in the world of tech from uh, two different generations in our family. And then uh, Two Minute Tech, which is literally a two-minute podcast. And they, there's about three of them a week, roughly. And they are just tips and hints on how to use your technology better. So, uh, you know, check them out see what you think. And with that, I think we're kind of done, aren't we? Not I think much we, I else think we hit all the, yeah, all the salient points. So uh, well, thank we appreciate you for, you for joining us. Yeah. So uh, we'll be back next week. And uh, thanks again for listening. I'm Todd Brinker. And I'm Tobin Brinker. And we're two for Brew. <laughs> Thank you.
how I like my beer. Here with you, that makes it two for brew. Two, two for brew, that's how I like my beer. Here with you, that makes it two for brew.